Welcome once again, everyone, to Jurassic Have Black Tongues Comics. I am Dave. And I'm Donnie. And actually, I think right. this episode is going to be called Giraffes Have Black Metal. Oh, well oh, done, sir. I think it's the same. Hit, hit it, DJ. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Welcome to Giraffes Have Black Metal, Jamie Josta edition. So this this episode, we're going to be paying a little bit of homage to our favorite metal podcast. Yes, our, our collective favorite. Yeah, definitely. Everyone's favorite. I mean... What right. else? I, I assume. What else is there? You know, nothing. Nothing else that matters. That's for goddamn no. sure. So yeah, today or for this episode, we read Iron Maiden: Legacy of the Beast and Guar Orgasmageddon. Uh, which one do you want to start with first? Um. Hmm. You have any transitions for either of these? No. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> yeah. Whichever. It doesn't matter then. I can just play this. That's fine. There we go. Yeah, good enough. That works right. for me. All right. Well, let's start with uh, let's start with Iron Maiden then. Okay, it'll be number one, just like uh, I don't fucking know number of the beast or a song they sing or something, right? Something. Yeah, they sing songs. Er, okay, good. That's what I thought. Start this motherfucker! <laughs> The best intro in podcasting yeah. history. Welcome! Oh no, sorry. Hey guys, we're ready to start the show now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast is a five-issue advertisement for a mobile game based on Iron Maiden. So what did you think of this book? I liked the artwork. The artwork was really fucking badass, I agree. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, this this game is about Eddie, the mascot for Iron Maiden, who appears on every album cover. It's like a skeleton man. Well, not skeleton, like a zombie man. So all of those cover artworks that Iron Maiden has had over the years, they just make different versions of this character. And in this game, you play as different versions of Eddie. So you can play as, uh, you know, you choose which version to use. So maybe you can use like Pharaoh Eddie. Or you can use the uh, Number of the Beast, Eddie, or the Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, Eddie, which is like a half are zombie. all of those album titles, is that what these are? I know Number of the Beast is an album, right? Most of them are album titles, except for Pharaoh, but that comes from the uh, Power Slave album, which is a giant sphinx with Eddie's head on it. So that's where the inspiration comes, is just from lyrics and cover art or album artwork the story is very very bare bones <laughs> like there's not much there <laughs> no he doesn't even have speaking lines everything he says is just a, a growl yeah he doesn't yeah eddie doesn't speak he just goes like Ugh. and then uh he's hanging out with the clairvoyant which is like some lady who foresees the prophecy of the beast or whatever it was also based on a Iron Maiden song of the same name off of the album Seventh Son oh. of a Seventh Son. So it's pretty cool. But I like how Eddie grunts and she's just like, um, what's the example of this? Like when people just understand. She's there for juxtaposition just to explain every single yeah. thing that's going on. So she's like, that's right, Eddie, we do do this or whatever. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of like a cartoon that does that. It's not Scooby-Doo, like, is it? Any any cartoon where someone can understand the yeah. animal. Yeah, it's, I mean, Scooby-Doo 
kind of yeah. speaks though, but yeah, Scooby Doo would work. I mean, Shaggy understands him every time. I, I I can't believe I can't think of an example though. It's really pissing me off. Yeah, like any cartoon with a character like that. Um, <laughs> like, fuck, uh, Chewbacca. Oh yeah, like okay, Chewbacca there we go. Han. Chewbacca. That's right. So that's kind of the whole dynamic. So what they're doing is they're going after the beast, which is the devil, because he is uh he's stolen shards of Eddie's soul, and Eddie is trying to collect these shards again and make himself whole. And the beast is uh has some sort of plan. I don't fucking know what he's trying to do. Each chapter of this book, they're going through a different world that was featured in the game, and then fighting the boss of that world that was also featured in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that part. Nice. The the story is uh that's it. <laughs> There's nothing. I did enjoy the book though. I I liked reading it, but I think it's just because of the artwork. So what do you think? What do you have any? Yeah, that that was kind of that was kind of the saving grace of it was uh how good the art and everything looked. In yeah, it. for sure. I guess an, another negative about it would be the insults that they were using, because they keep saying things. I think they said mongrel wretch twice which is yeah, yeah once is too many times i think for that one and they were also saying uh scum and cretin a lot which is i don't know why it bothers me i don't i don't like these insults uh, no i i use i use scum and scumbag all the fucking time so i'm okay with that one you're okay with with scum uh, yeah i mean I, I like scumbag myself but yeah i'm okay with that but scumbag is different than scum though isn't it yeah scum just means it's kind of like saying you piece of shit, but scumbag, it's like someone who does nefarious activities, <laughs> kind of like a villain. Right, right. Okay. I love the Beast's mustache. He <laughs> had this perfect Raleigh Finger looking mustache, like the ones that curled up. Like, oh man, that dude, you could tell he was cool in that business and you should be rooting for him the entire time just because of his stash. Oh yeah, for sure. It's an awesome mustache, but uh, also with the Beast, he has no dick. Which I think is odd. <laughs> He's got that stash. He doesn't need a dick. Uh, okay, I guess he doesn't. But I would—I always imagine the that the devil would have a a huge dick for punishing people with. Hmm. <laughs> maybe he's not a male. Maybe it's a female. Yeah, maybe. I guess I shouldn't be so gender normative. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> His pronouns may not be he or him. I gotta watch that. It's an it, right? It's it's the beast. It's it's. I suppose it is. That which. What know. are the beast's pronouns? I have no fucking clue. If anyone knows, <laughs> tell us at ghbtpod on Twitter. Yeah. Tweet us at giraffeshbtpod. <laughs> yeah, come on. Facebook too. Both of them, all of them, everywhere. Instagram. You have an Instagram for this one, right? It is giraffes have black tongues odd. Nice. Yeah, really saving the space on that one. Uh, let's see. So I guess I just want to talk about the bosses also real quick. So the first boss was the Wicker Man from the song The Wicker Man. I thought it was from like that Nick Cage movie. I was going to ask, is that, that's the Nick Cage movie where he's talking about bees, right? Where he's trying to run away from bees? I, I haven't actually okay. seen it, but I think so. There's one where he's like, bees. The bees or something like that. I think he's pretending to be, be swarmed by bees or whatever, acting like a fucking lunatic. I have to watch it again. Now I forget exactly what it, what he was doing. Oh, I might do that later. 
Uh, but the Wicker Man is pretty cool. <laughs> he was a four-star character in that game. So he has some cool fire moves. What does a four-star character they, mean? Well, like a, a harder level? It's the, the, out of five stars. So five-star characters are the strongest ones. Anything lower is kind of kind of shit. You can get away with four-star, but anything lower oh, so, than that. So he's like a mini-boss of the game. No, he's, he um, is the full boss. But when you unlock him as a character, he's only four stars. Wait, you can unlock him as a playable character for yourself? Yeah, you can. So after you defeat him, I think you can <laughs> you can spend a lot of money for blind boxes and hope that he randomly pops up. I, I really wish this game was still available on the marketplace. I really wanted to uh, download it and try it out before we did this. Just to but it is. Talk about it. It's available. Is it? Oh, I thought I asked you and you said no. I don't. I don't. I don't remember that. It was like from four or five years ago or something. Well, I played it four or five years ago. I didn't want to play it again. Oh, shit. I just assumed that meant it was already off the marketplace. I didn't know it's still there. I did check the App Store today, and I found a funny review for this game. But I think I'll save that for later. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're not quite there yet. The other boss was Horus, which is a some sort of Egyptian god. I think this one was not playable in the game. For some reason. But, you know, he's like a big pharaoh-looking dog person. And then the last boss was called the Axis General. Yeah, that guy guy was kind of lame. Yeah, they should have really made him more Hitler-y. That would be my note. I mean, he was essentially the Red Skull. Yeah, except his face wasn't red. But yeah, you're right. Right, it was purple instead, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I was the entire time he was in there yeah and he fell for the oldest trick in the book and he just lets him capture him so that he gets in close so he can defeat him yeah like, come on man <laughs> you're a fucking master war general strategic strategist that's true and you fell for that shit that's true fuck you war master general whatever uh axis general yeah axis hitler general yeah hitler <laughs> i wish he at least give him a hitler mustache yeah I come mean, on come on but no, his name in the game, I remember, when it first came out, was Axis Commander. And then for some reason, they changed it to Axis General. Mm-hmm. I, I like the Axis Commander name better. I think Axis General does not roll off the tongue as well. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then, that was the last boss. We talked about the Beast already. It's just a, you know, devil guy. Standard devil guy, but he's very strong and has an awesome mustache. With an amazing mustache. Raleigh Finger mustache. (laughs) That's right. Uh, But he was possessed by another being called the Unmaker, which I don't really know anything about that one. The book ends with Eddie finding, or no, sorry, with uh, the clairvoyant dying, and then the alchemist showing up to Eddie being like, oh, we're going to start some other shit. Uh, That's how the ending of the game was, too. And I'm not sure if they ever continued it in the game, but I was interested. I want to know what this alchemist is all about, because he, do- he looks cool, too. Like, I-, I want to know what's up. But I assume he does the same thing as the clairvoyant does. I wish it was the alchemist, like the dude who produces music for Action Bronson and, like, Mob Deep, like the actual alchemist, the DJ producer. I don't think I know that guy. That would have been awesome. Uh <laughs> He's cooler. Than, he's cooler than this version of the alchemist we got. I guess I need to look at a picture of him, and then I can make the call. Just uh, watch watch some of Action Brunson's uh, TV shows. Fuck, that's delicious. He's on that. 
And uh, what's that one oh. where he gets high and just watches like the nonsense TV show? I don't know. Fuck. Aliens, aliens. Oh, fuck. It's, uh, I'm blanking on the name of it. Something aliens. Oh, all right. Well, I'll have to check that out. That sounds awesome. Yeah, they are. I, yeah, I mean, I don't really have any other notes of this book, except for that Iron Maiden is uh, awesome. Do you have anything else about this one? <laughs> all right, so Eddie reminds me of, like, any stereotypical, like, middle-aged <laughs> rock or metal fan that they show in any kind of, like, movie oh, yeah. or TV show, where they just get shit-faced wasted and try to pick fights with, like, younger dudes and get their asses kicked. Uh-huh. That's basically what this Eddie guy looks like, except, like, zombified face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he even has the leather jacket at some point. And they, but they kept calling him boy and kid. Like, clairvoyant kept referring to him as, like, kid or boy. Yeah. Like, come on, this dude is clearly, like, 62. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not a kid. I, I agree. What the fuck? I recommend this book for the artwork. I mean, you can you can read this book in like twenty minutes. It's there's really not much there. There's not much like substance, but there are a shitload of references to Iron Maiden songs, which is the whole point of both this game and this comic. Yeah, I got every single one of them. You got every single one of the references. I no, I, the only one I remember was Run to the Hills. Well, I was gonna, I was just gonna bring that. <laughs> I one actually up. noticed that one because that's that's like the one song I do know. I think that was the that was the only time where they're just directly saying lyrics from the song that that one was really weird <laughs> she's like oh they better run to the hills run for their lives yeah i know that song yep <laughs> all right anyway i've got a couple of reviews for this book do you want to hear them you know i do so dude wait wait we need a soundbite just for like when you do this little segment with the reviews you need to come up with like a Drafttober type thing for the reviews. I, I, I think you're right. I'm going to have to make one here. This is like our key segment of every show, and pe- the fans want to hear it. I mean, I can play Jamie Josta drops. I mean, I guess I can play this one. Answer some questions from the fans! Answer them! Answer some fans' questions, bitch! Answer that shit! <laughs> yeah. Answer that shit! Yeah. <laughs> Answer it, bitch! I love that drop, dude. But yeah, I don't have any questions, so I guess we can just uh, substitute that for our reviews for today only. Dude, see, I, I love those drops he uses. <laughs> but yeah, we gotta we gotta make some awesome drops. I, I agree. I'll, I'll think of something. Just just do that same thing, but just replace answer that shit with review that yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, yeah, now that you bring that up, I did do that with another Jamie Josta drop, and I guess I'd, I could just play it now because it's funny. But I don't think you're going to be able to tell what I changed in this drop, okay? So see if you can tell where I changed it. Okay. GHBT podcast. Can you can you email part? Uh, well, yeah. Good good guess. I figured I would be what. <laughs> What was he saying? Was he saying read some fucking Yeah, read email? some fucking email. Yeah, I could say like read some fucking <laughs> reviews. There you go. Yeah. I know that my impression is very good, so it's hard to tell. That was dead oh, yeah, on. Yeah, that man. was a good one. I, I was so I thought it was him all the way through. <laughs> yeah, can you believe he actually shouted out our email address? <laughs> I know. I'm I'm shocked. Fucking awesome. Thank you, Jamie yeah. Josta. Everyone go check out the Jamie Josta podcast. Our boy. 
friend friend of the giraffes having black tongues. Yeah, best friends, super best friends. <laughs> super best friends. That's all. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I'll I'll make something for I'll make a drop for an email. I don't know if they'll be as good as Jamie Josta's drops, but I'll ask him for his help. <laughs> Fuck, you already know they won't. Yeah. Nothing can top that. Right, yeah, that one's pretty awesome. So, both of these books, it's a, it's a very niche readership, I think. So there's not that many reviews. I didn't have any one-star reviews, so this one is three stars. The title is, eh. <laughs> it says, very hard to read. Finish on paper is just right to glare back. And that's all. Three stars. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, you couldn't, couldn't just angle the page a little bit here. It's like, oh, there's a glare. <laughs> I held it at such a poor position. Yeah. It really affected my uh, overall liking. Yeah. There's another five-star one that was kind of funny. It's uh, five stars. The title is Interesting. The review is, wasn't sure what this would be like. I live it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you just mistyped the wall. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's he's living be. the he's living this Eddie lifestyle of uh, seeking out the clairvoyant to like translate it for him. Yeah, <laughs> so he can find his soul again and fight the uh, fight the beast mustached. Yeah, beast. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, those are all the reviews. I thought there's not much there. I, I did scroll through the reviews of the game, though, as well, like I said earlier. So I'll, I'll, I just got one I want to read. It's kind of funny. So it's one star. The title is Crap. And then the review is Offline for Day. What a crap company. And my review is never seen because they are bunch of effing a-holes. <laughs> it sounds like Charlie from It's Always Sunny wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I just like that one. So hopefully they they hear you now, buddy. If, if I mean, dude, you gotta shout out customer support. You don't <laughs> just leave a review saying like, "Hey, man, the game was offline. I couldn't connect. Please help me." You fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, actually, in the fuck that guy. In the same screenshot, I do have another one star review. I wasn't gonna read, but it's actually what you're talking about. Game crash on start. One star. Game crash on iPhone 5, iOS 8.4.1. Tried reboot, reinstall, and still not working. Description said it work on iOS 8. (laughs) So that was directly beneath the one that I screenshotted here. Fucking cunt. You dumb motherfuckers. (laughs) Fuck everyone who's this stupid. Yeah, it's pretty great. I love every single one of your dumbasses. Please keep leaving reviews like that because i enjoy reading them yeah please please keep lacking common sense yeah. please uh all right well anything else on iron maiden i got nothing else no all right cool so the next thing we have then let's see how can we transition here speaking of characters from metal bands oh, wait, speaking, no fuck speaking of scumbag oh yeah oh wait yeah because they're they're scumbags from uh Scumageddon, or whatever it's called. Scumdogia. Scumdogia, yeah. We read Guar Orgasmageddon. Heck yeah, we did. What did you think of this book? I enjoyed it. It was fun. I mean, if you're, you have the maturity level of like a <laughs> 12 year old junior high school child, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, that's, that's kind of what Guar is, though, essentially. So, I mean, if you enjoy Guar, 
this is them at like full max capacity. So yeah, for sure. Um, have you ever been to a Guar show? Two times. Really? How how are their shows? Fucking insane. That's all, that's all I've heard was like the that they they're shooting fake blood and shit at the audience. Yeah. Did you get drenched? Uh, the one time, the, the second time, I, I knew better, so I didn't get super close in like the pit area. So okay. I just stood back. But uh, yeah, the first time you get like covered in all kinds of gross stuff. <laughs> um, they do usually pull up people, and they have like this giant. It's like a giant anus-looking monster. Yeah. That they'll occasionally like sacrifice audience members to. That's always fun. <laughs> That's pretty like, cool. It, it's just an insane. It's like an insane. Uh, circus metal show i mean it's nuts i i really want to see guar in on a show here i've never seen them before yeah i highly recommend checking them out at some point i wonder if they're playing in december in cleveland because i'm gonna i'm gonna be coming to america for a little for a few weeks so if guar is playing we gotta go see guar Fuck yeah yeah oh man that's december i was gonna say we should just go to the barbecue. <laughs> right. They started doing this thing. They started doing this thing. I don't know if it's at like a restaurant that like one of them owns or if it's like a campground. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's kind of like the gathering of the juggalos where it's like a, a weekend uh, concert. But it's only <laughs> like one day, I think. I don't think it's a full weekend. Yeah. But it's like war and whatever like random like bands that they've made friends with over the years touring with. They have like all kinds of like various like metal bands and then like mc chris has been there before icp has played it a couple times oh nice like, it's just all these indie indie rock and rappers and just like an insane time all right yeah but, yeah i, I want to go to that sometime that reminds me of that do you remember the black satans of course <laughs> forget the black satans so it reminds me of that black satans video where they're they just shoot it out in broad daylight on the beach to, for like this this blackest black metal song or whatever it was. So yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Oh man, please tell me you have a Black Satan's uh, drop. I wish, dude. I don't. I just thought of it just now. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Shit, man. Maybe maybe I'll I'll throw one in. I'll throw a quick clip in right here in post though. I know one was called the Mutilation of Christ. Yep, that's the one. That was like their that's first the one. one. What's the, did you, do you have the second one? What's the second one? The beach one. The Satan of Hell. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? No, no, the Satan of Hell is not the beach one. That's the one in the snow. The uh, Mutilation of Christ is the beach one. No, that one's at a church. Oh, Satanic, Satanic Darkness. Satanic Darkness. Oh, that's gotta be it. And then they just did it on the beach. Satanic Darkness. That's the hit. Okay. Anyway, back to Guar here. Uh, this this book I was surprised to learn was published in 2017, so just just last year. Yeah. Um. Well, all right, because they, they do make a promotional thing for the newest album after Dave Brody, uh, Odorous, who was the lead frontman of the band for, mm-hmm. for I think since the 80s, like 84, I think is when they first formed. I think he's been their lead singer ever since then. Yeah. But uh, he unfortunately passed away in 2014 of an overdose. And so 
this is the uh, to promote the first album with the the replacement singer. Which also the odorous does make a cameo because they're doing I, a lot of time I, I traveling so, in so this happy book. That he at least like got a shout out in it. That was awesome. Yeah, he was in there for a second. He he farts and then that's that's all. Like, he does. I don't know if Mister Perfect is like an actual character that they have like on stage now or, or as far as like the band or whatever. But yeah, like the backstory of it is. Is that Mr. Perfect is this uh uh he's sort of like Mr. Man or Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen. And they even make that joke and mention that reference yeah, to him. They do. But uh yeah, he can travel throughout all of time and space. And uh he, he's hunting down everyone from Quar's home planet and they uh he, he's killing them all and absorbing their powers and they say that he killed Odorus, and that's what happened to Odorus. And uh he tried absorbing his power, but he wasn't strong enough to get it from him. Right. So then, actually, I forget where their cock spaceship comes from. So, whose whose cock spaceship was that originally? Your first bad guy that shows up, the uh, oh, what the fuck, the the right, saw okay. hand guy, saw, saw uh, fuck, I can't remember his name now either. Sawborg yes, Destructo. That's yes. what it is. That was from my memory. Good, that was well done. <laughs> yeah, pretty good, I'm right? Impressed. Pretty fucking smart. <laughs> So actually, speaking of the names real quick, I thought that I didn't bother writing the names down because there was an overwhelming amount of like ridiculous names. So I figured like, just fuck it. I'm not going to remember any of them. But I think I remember all of them. I was going to say my favorite is probably the drummer, Jizmak the Gusha. Yeah, <laughs> Jizmak. That's easy to remember. Uh, there's Bolsack, the Jaws of Death. Uh, Beefcake, right, the that Mighty. That pretty cool. Postulus Maximus, Bone Snapper, the Turtle. Lothar is the nude singer. Um, Sleazy Sleazy P. Martini. Yeah, yeah, that's their manager. Sly Menstra, was that one? Yeah, that's that's the female. There's two females. What's the other one's name? I am not familiar with the female. I don't know when she was in the group. I remember Sly Menstra. Yeah, she appeared in some of those videos you sent me. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm on the Wikipedia page right now just because, like, not a single original band member is still in the band, and I'm just trying to pull it up and see, like, who all is still active and who are the former members. So, Slimenstro was in the band. She was a vocals, a fire breather, and a fire dancer. She was with the band from 88 to 2000, and then she rejoined briefly in 2002. Okay. But it's not listing that other girl's name because it was another, like, super, like, immature hilarious joke but i can't find her listed anywhere so i don't know if oh she was uh, actually in the band or not s s is something yeah, about estrogen. Like estrogen it's like estro ex, extroge extrosia or i don't know i can't yeah. I, it's something about estrogen and i don't know if but she yeah. was in the band or she was just like uh semester's underling is what they kept calling her yeah I, I don't know what her role was with that one she she wasn't a huge character actually the slimenstra was though okay so anyway they get this cock spaceship and they're trying to, they're, it malfunctions and it's taking them all throughout time. So they see, you know, various points of history. And every time they go to a new place, they keep mentioning about how they look funny. So I guess that's like an excuse to have different artists. Is that what they're going for? I don't think so. Cause it wasn't like once per issue where it would happen. But I remember the, the other female. Because, like, her boobs would always get bigger anytime, like, she would travel out of time. Yeah. And then the second she got back on the ship, they would, like, get back to normal size. She would always point it out. 
Yeah, she said, "My titties are in beginning." <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a that was a good line. But I I just wonder what the point was of mentioning it because they mentioned it every time. Like, oh, we look funny. They keep bringing it up. I figured it's because of the artist, but they just do it several times per page. So I don't know. I don't know because it was written by two of the actual members in the band. So I'm trying to pull up real quick and see who actually illustrated it and if they changed or not. Also, I didn't realize that uh, that Saulborg or wait, what was his name? Saulborg. Saulborg. I didn't realize he's actually in the band. He's the backing vocal. Oh, really? Yeah, because he was made out to be like a, a foil to the group the entire time. He was. And then they had another friend called uh, the Sexecutioner. Was he also in the band? No. Sexecutioner? Uh, no, because it wasn't the thing. I was going to say that maybe that's the thing that like eats the people, but no. I don't remember seeing that thing in it. Sexecutioner was like a regular dude, right? It wasn't like a long yeah. like, hot dog looking thing? No, he wasn't a long hot dog. Okay, that was thing. not him then. <laughs> so there is a, a second female that's listed as being a former member called Bulvatron, which is a fucking awesome name. But that's, <laughs> yeah, that's not the girl from the comics, so I don't know. I don't see that lady listed anywhere here on Wikipedia. Hmm. But it was written by the guys who play uh, Solborg Destructo, actually, was one of the writers. Oh, cool. So I learned, uh, I learned a new vocabulary word from this book. Yeah. Felch. Oh, yeah. Felch. Yeah, you Do you know that? what that... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, apparently I didn't, because I had to look it up on Urban Dictionary. And what is the definition? Share, share with us. Verb, the act of sucking or licking ejaculate or other substances mixed with ejaculate out of the orifice in which they were deposited. Most... (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good definition. Most commonly... Most commonly used to refer to sucking out semen after anal sex, but technically... Sucking the semen out of your girlfriend's pussy is also felching. So that's the definition. Awesome. Uh, it was a new word for me. Hopefully, you know, we're very educational here. Yeah. Can't wait to start using that one more than Toy Boy. Bring in the cook. knowledge. Yeah. I mean, we're we're <laughs> teaching them everything. We taught them cuck. Teaching yeah. them felch. Soy Boy Beta Cuck. All right. So one of my favorite parts of this is when they are traveling, there, there's one page where it's uh, them just traveling through like time and space all at once, and they're just kind of like, it's a clusterfuck of just nonsense happening in the background. And like randomly you see the Burger King King, that mascot that they had for a couple of years, yeah. randomly in there getting <laughs> de- decapitated. And then uh, Jimi Hendrix's ghost, or no, uh, they go back to Woodstock, but Jimi Hendrix is in there too, and... Uh, I can't remember. I didn't make notes of who else was in there, but yeah, it was just a clusterfuck of just random cameos. Donald Trump was in there too. They piss on his face. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then a bunch of other shit, but who cares? They just go to a lot of things. It was, it was a mess. Hitler made a cameo in this one. Fuck, there's, there's your transition. Hitler did make a cameo in this one. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. They meet Hitler, and they murder him, and then there was like all these other Nazis, so they murder them. And then these Nazi children came along, and they murdered the Nazi children. That was my favorite part. That was yeah, that was crazy. Awesome. Yeah, like, uh, he just picked up the two kids by the head uh-huh. and just crushes them into each other. Yeah, <laughs> that was so brutal. Oh yeah, this this book is very very violent. Of course, there's also at one point they go back to the Stone Age, and you know since before fire, so to invent fire, they just took two cavemen and rubbed them together until they were on fire, like two sticks. Yeah. 
it's all it is is they just keep going through time and just murdering the shit out of everyone. Like they also visit the uh, Incans or the Aztecs. Uh-huh. I, I do like that the cave women were all super interested in um. Oh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Blothar, the dude with the four dicks, the singer. Yeah, he has like cow udders, but instead of like nipples, it's just dicks. Yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty cool. <laughs> they also see Kurt Cobain, and their manager murders him. Oh yeah, that's yeah, pretty shit. funny. Sleazy P. Martini killed him because he got was getting happy and clean. Right. <laughs> so he's like, man, fuck you, and he just shoots him in the head. And then they just go, well, mystery solved, and then next page. Oh, they also made a, a reference to OJ, which reminds me that you should watch that OJ show. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that thing. <laughs> you know, thing. Uh, what else do they do here? They, uh, they see the crack cunt. It's like the Kraken, but it has the word cunt in it. Oh, with the giant vagina lips for a mouth? Yeah, that was yeah, pretty gross. Yeah, that thing was great. Yeah. But, I mean, gross. Yeah. Ew. And while they're fighting this crack cunt, they cut off the tentacle. And I forget which one does it, but someone does like a, the tentacle is my cock joke. <laughs> like puts it by their dick. So I like that joke. That was pretty good. <laughs> Reminded me of Trailer Park Boys when... uh. Bubbles was doing that to Julian, like, look, Julian, the vacuum cleaner's my cock. <laughs> Bothering him. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, when they're traveling through time, like, one of the narrations at the beginning or end of these books or whatever just says, everything is true. This is how it happened. Like, while they're traveling through time. I mean, that's like, that's like me saying, um, this is the first podcast to have a Halloween segment. Well, I mean, that was true, though. Yeah, that was true. It was how it happened. Oh, and then the other thing that they saw was uh, robot penguins in the future. So, for some reason, yeah. whenever I think of Guar, that's the first thing I think of is robot penguins. That's that's pretty weird. Well, apparently they have robot penguins on the stage that will like spew blood on the concert goers. Did you see robot penguins when oh. you saw Guar? No, I don't remember robot penguins. Okay. Someone told me that a long time ago, and I just remember it for some reason. Like the uh, the one guy, so when they get to Antarctica, that was the volume that I didn't get to read. Was like how they got there. That was the one that was missing. Oh, okay, it was one of those guys on that planet that looked kind of like the Joker. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just called Bizarro. Oh yeah, he was like a clown. It was a Bozo the something I can't remember now, but Bozo, and uh, he he talks in like very broken English. So I guess maybe he's like French or something. Oh, and then at the very end of the book, they defeat Mr. Perfect, obviously, and uh, they punch him in the chest, which makes him like explode like a nuclear explosion. And then they walk out of the blast with like new super forms or something. So that was kind of yeah. cool. I was kind of interested. I'm like, I want to see what happens next. I, I, I want to. I wanted to read more by the end of it. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get to see what that happened. Maybe the next album. Yeah, hopefully. So, like, I, I realized it was like a, a newer book, so I was kind of wondering if it was like remote, like the the first barbecue, if maybe that's what it was for. But then uh, they they made the reference right during it that it was for whatever the last album was. I'm trying to pull up their discography here, just to was it like Blood of Gods or something like that? Blood of Gods. Okay, that was the newest one. Okay. Okay, so yeah, you were right. But they also uh, what was the one we kill everything they mentioned. They did. Shit, yeah. They mentioned, they mentioned another one. Of the universe? I think they mentioned this one. 
Violence has arrived. I think they mentioned a couple of the like album titles in this one as well, just like Aaron Maiden ones, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty it sure was, they did. It wasn't time for the Blood of Gods. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it was cool. Alright, well, do you have anything else to say about this one? Um, if you've never seen the movie Empire Records, go and see that. That's where I first learned what Gwar was back when I was like 12. I was okay. in like junior high school and saw that movie. It's got like a pretty huge cast of people that you know now, like Renee Zellweger, huh. Ethan Embry, Liv Tyler, uh, Rory Cochran, they're all in it. But uh, yeah, Guar actually makes a cameo in like an actual live action movie, which oh. I don't think they've ever done since then in like the mainstream media. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't it was, think so. it was cool to see them in that. And they actually play my favorite Guar song, uh, Saddam Agogo. So definitely check that out. It's currently on Netflix, so you can stream it there. Nice. I've never seen it. It's it's solid. I like it. Plus, Rex, all right, Rex Manning alone is, is worth checking this movie out for. Okay. We'll have a look. Yeah, Rex Manning Day, everyone. <laughs> all right. Um, and I had one more note, too. Uh, Bone Snapper saying, duh, before he talks. So he's like, he's like, duh, what are we doing? And like things like this. I, I miss when, <laughs> when cartoons would do that more. They don't do that so often anymore. And they should, because it shows you that they're stupid. Yeah, it's, that's how you know. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's a good cue. I miss it. All right. Ready for reviews? Yeah, I can't wait for these. All right, I guess I can play Jamie Jasta again. Yeah. I know how to Fuck. read, boy. Oh, it's I can use that one, time. too. <laughs> Press read the wrong it. one. Read it, boy. <laughs> All right. No, I wanted to play this one. Some reviews. 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 GHBT podcast. <laughs> I love I mean, that one. <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's the drop right there. Just us saying reviews over top of them. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> reviews. <laughs> reviews. GHBT podcast. Again, thank you, Jamie Justin, for the shout out. We love you, brother. Yeah, thanks. You're 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 the best. This book had only five star reviews, and there's only like three of them. So, <laughs> yes, fuck yes, four fans. I just picked this one because this one was the best. It's five stars. Hail Odorous. After getting through the first page, I was suddenly infested with weeping sores and had an alarming vision of our Lord and Creator, Odorous Urungus. He told me the secret of life, which I promptly forgot upon exiting my vision. It turns out that my neighbors were fumigating their house, so what I experienced was probably just a side effect from inhaling all those fumes. By the way, why haven't you bought this book already? If, like me, you're a <laughs> mutated, gross, sniveling bohab, then you need this book in your life. This is like the holy scripture handed down to us by our masters. Hail Guar, hail Odorous. Okay, <laughs> pretty good one. Well said. Yeah, I like that one. So, now that we talked about the books here a little bit, I want to talk a little bit more about the music of these bands. So, this is another Jamie Justa homage we're going to be paying, called... Mm. 
I thought he was saying these nuts. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I wish. Like, uh, what? These nuts. Cool. These nuts. <laughs> uh, no. So this is another thing Jamie Josta does on his podcast. He'll like, people will send him songs that are not that popular or haven't been, or like kind of old. And, uh, you know, so they're deep cuts. They're not as popular. So I got to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you know what, you know what I mean, right? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for breaking down deep cuts for us all. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm breaking them down for you. So I got a couple of Iron Maiden deep cuts that I want to play here. So this one here, I put them on numbers. I forget which numbers they are, though. Oh, so they, I, I didn't know they had to be deep cuts. Oh, it's deep. It's deep. Because I, I played you, I sent you like the two biggest ones. Yeah. So this this song is called The Prisoner. And what I love about this song is that they have this long ass skit before they actually play the song. I love when skits are in metal songs. It's my favorite thing. Oh. I hate when skits are in any songs or albums. Yeah, me too. <laughs> except, except hip-hop tracks, because those guys are always hilarious in theirs. Every single time. It never fails. Oh, those are they the best have ones. Hilarious skits. I love hearing DMX <laughs> talk about, I don't know, <laughs> DMX delivering an abortion or whatever he does in his fucking skits. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Cypress Hill ones are okay, because usually they're like, just dudes beating the shit out of other dudes and then getting high. Yeah, or like that's pretty reminiscing good. about strip clubs and hookers, but yeah, I mean, other than that, most of the rap ones suck. Right. All right. Well, that that song was the prisoner. Uh, it has an excellent thirty second uh, skit. So check that out. What else did I hear Definitely. here? Let's let's see what this one is. Oh yeah, this one. Hooks and you, man. It's the best song. Yeah, hooks and you and me and hooks, hooks and everybody. All right, I had enough of that. So this song is awesome because of the subject matter of hooks. And it comes off of, well, first of all, it comes off of No Prayer for the Dying, which is everybody's favorite Iron Maiden album. But the, the hooks, man, hooks are in everything. I think we can all agree, right? How how important are, yes. are hooks for you in your life? Yeah, they're in everything. D- Dave, what what are what are hands? They're hooks. The hooks of the body. They're hooks for huh? your for your. Is that where we are going with this? Yeah, yeah. They're hooks for your PlayStation controller. Are the hooks? They're the hooks of the soul. Yeah. Do you know what toes are? The the hooks of my feet. They they're the hooks for your flip flops. Yeah. Oh, for my flip flops. Uh, <laughs> do you know what? Do you my know? dick is the hook of my. Uh oh. Um, I'm, I'm stumped again. My flip flops. Okay, good. Good, nice save. Yeah, yeah. Woo, <laughs> yeah. Woo, yeah. Start to panic there. Yep. Start to panic there. Your collar is getting stretched out. <laughs> Nails are straight hooks. Do you know that? They're the hooks of my fingertips. No, no, like nails in a in a house. They're oh, they're straight shit. hooks. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, okay. Songs have hooks well, too. Wait, no, because not not all nails are straight though. 
Like some of them have like the they're like the L shape, right? Also, that's a thing. it's also hooks. Maybe? I'm not handy. That's also know. that's also a hook. That's oh, yeah. that's Shit. that's closer to a traditional hook. That's that's actually a hook. Yeah. Yeah. Hook. <laughs> oh man! Screws. Screw, why are we talking screws about hooks are again? Twisted hooks. I'm. Why are we? Why are we talking about the hooks again? Because because of the song, this awesome Iron Maiden song that everybody loves. Wait, play it again. I missed it. <laughs> okay. Well, fuck. What oh, number was it? I was, I was, I was typing. Right. Hooks. Hooks in you. Hooks in me. Hooks in everybody. Okay. Yeah, I did hear this one. Okay. So. Songs have hooks. Yeah. That's cool, too. That they do. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. My a hook is holding up this microphone. That's pretty good. Anyway, okay. Oh, Next one. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I, I don't know. I was just thinking of hooks when I was listening to that. He's like, hooks in me, hooks in you, hooks in everybody, hooks in your mother. Because they're in everyone. They're in all of us. Everything is a hook. All of us, yeah. That's, that's the lyric I was trying to reference. There we go. I know. Hooks. Hooks. I, I had some long subway. I had, I had some long subway, subway rides. I was listening to all these fucking albums. And there you go. Um, oh, glue is liquid hooks. That was my last one. Let's, let's go to the next one. Oh, yeah, this one. So this is the best song because it tells you the name of the song right up front yeah i always like that i love when they do that and uh this song is also good because it it made me test whether or not my uh skip button worked in my car you know so it tells me right away when i can skip the song by saying you have a car can I play with madness? then i skip i don't have a car Wait, now you don't I, own I, a car. I, I when I, I mean before i used to listen to this in my car a lot oh on my phone too. Then who you know whatever. There you go. Okay. But yeah, I think it's good. I didn't know if you had a, a car in China. No, 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 dude. The traffic here is a fucking nightmare. I would, I would be, I would have a aneurysm from just screaming in the car. All right, I have one more deep cut. So <laughs> this song is from the uh, the album Virtual Eleven. And it has everybody's favorite Iron Maiden Don't singer, Blaze Bailey. Don't you think I could save you? So this, we'll play this out when for a minute. When did Bruce Dickinson not sing for them? Uh, sometime in the 90s. Don't you think I'm a savior? Don't you think I could save you? Okay. Don't you think I could save you? So speaking of hooks. All right, so, so that one sounds like it's like... You just singing over top of a song. That dude is my favorite. Fuck you, Bruce Dickinson. You're out. This guy, he is, he is Iron Maiden to me. God, Dave, I was going to bring up that point that Blaze Bailey sounds like he's singing Iron Maiden karaoke. God damn it. <laughs> <He> <laughs> really does. But you fucking beat me to it, you bastard. All right. It's so bad. <laughs> it really is. It fucking know. sucks. Okay, so a hook in a song, Dave. In a standard song, how many times do they usually say the hook? Like, how many times do they actually say the hook of the song or the word the hook? No, no, the, the, the actual... If you're talking about the hook, if you're talking about the hook, I would say Blues Traveler, the hook, they say it like a thousand fucking times. Well, right? I mean, yeah, how many times is standard, though? A traditional song? Yeah. 
three. Three or four. So in this song, The Angel and the Gambler, they say the hook 25 times. (laughs) (laughs) That don't you think I'm a stranger? Don't you think I can save you? No, don't you think I'm a savior? I'll just, Blaze Bailey, what the fuck was your hook? Don't you think I'm a savior? A savior. <laughs> karaoke. I'm only gonna karaoke this song from now on <laughs> yeah. in honor of this dude. Yeah, dude, Blaze Bailey. I never actually listened to the Blaze Bailey albums, and just for this podcast, I I went through them real quick. And yeah, they're 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 not. They're the great. only ones that count. So they're the only they're ones the only that ones matter. That Everybody loves the X Factor and Virtual Eleven. So yeah, check those like, ones out. I had never heard I had never heard of any of these other Iron Maiden songs you were referencing. I was always like, hey, wait, where's these, where's those Wes Bailey jams that I'm so familiar with? <laughs> yeah, now you the know. Number of the now Beast, you know what are. is that? Run right. for the Hills, what? Yeah, what, Who? who's Who's this? This is Iron Maiden? Doesn't sound like it. This is the Iron Maiden I grew up on. Yeah, not my Iron Maiden. <laughs> is his, his name is Wes Bailey? Blaze. <laughs> like, just Blaze. Blaze Bailey? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that's badass. All right, dude. His name is hilarious. This guy is so Iron Maiden. I this love guy his is name. so Iron Maiden. What does this guy do now? What other bands has he played in? Uh, I think he does solo shit, actually. So check it out. Blaze Bailey, everyone's favorite Iron Maiden singer. All right. Anyway, these deep cuts were songs that I don't like about Iron Maiden. But songs that I do like, you know, I like that Seventh Son of a Seventh Son album. I recommend that. I I, I really like the Somewhere in Time album. I didn't used to like it that Run much, but now nah, that one's on. Uh, what is that one on? Now I can't remember. Oh man, yeah, fuck. I can't. I really don't know. Number of the Beast is on the Number of the Beast. That one's easy. YouTube told me that. Yeah, Peace of Mind is an incredible album too. Check that one out. Uh, yeah, I, I listen to all of them, especially Blaze Bailey. All right, so you fuck. you had a you had a couple of uh, Guar songs here. You want to talk about those ones? Yeah, these are the opposite. These are the opposites of deep cuts, but I mean they're still Guar songs. Yeah, so I guess yeah. technically every Guar song is a deep cut. It's a deep cut. I I I, I'll, I accept it. All right, let's hear this one. I forget which ones they are. Carry on my way, you would okay. <laughs> was that like lay your weary head to rest? It was like, a, oh yeah, lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. So, this is not actually a Gwar song. It's just uh, there's this YouTube series. Where they have, it's basically like every year they come out with a list of like, I don't know what it is exactly, like 20 or so uh, songs that they randomly pick that the staff writers all select. Mm-hmm. And then they bring in all these different musical artists to have them cover them for them. And Gwar was always a returning guest, like every single year they would just come back and do it for them. And uh, like, I picked this one because before this even starts, Odorous is just yeah. going on and on with the AV clubs guys. About how, like, in the late 70s, early 80s, like, every single band was just naming themselves after geographical locations. Yeah. What a shitty idea that was. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite odorous lines of all time. Oh, yeah. But also, I think good. he's fucking hilarious in this cover. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. 
I mean, uh, the next uh, after after Oda's passed, they, they did come back and they did uh, Cindy Lauper's Shebop. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's another solid cover of theirs. Nice. Yeah, there there is like a one or two minutes of them like interviewing Guar. It's a very visual thing, so I recommend like checking it out on YouTube as well. Just like looking at these guys because they look fucking ridiculous and awesome. Oh yeah, if, if you yeah. have no idea what like the costumes they wear, you yeah. absolutely need to like Google image search them or YouTube them, find out. Yeah, they're they're like interviewing Odorous, and he's just wearing this ridiculous mask and shit, just like not taking it seriously. It, it's it's good. Check that video out. Uh, Guar covering carry on my or covering Kansas or whatever. Yeah, Kansas. All right, the other one you had was this one. This one, this one, after you sent that to me and I, you know, loaded it up and everything, it was like stuck in my head since yesterday when I did this. Yeah, it's like the catchiest thing they've <laughs> ever done. Is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good hook. It's it's hooked me. He's got his hooks in me. Uh-huh. Whoa. There you go. Your yeah, there hooks. you go. So that song's pretty awesome. I do like that one. And then, uh, did you did you upload the third one as well? Because that one is actually my favorite one of theirs. So this is the one that they actually play in Empire Records. Oh, okay. With all these, all these trumpets and shit. Yeah, I love the, I love the horn section in this one. Yeah, it's pretty good shit. So that's some sampling of Guar, some deep cuts. So that's it for our deep cuts, I guess. Till next time. Till next on time. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. Oh wait. Deep cuts. Ah, Jamie Justa. Your deep cut was perfect. <laughs> it was spot on. I like that you played that right after. Oh, Kill yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I've been practicing too much, I think. So, we talked about uh, deep cuts of songs. So, I want to talk about this Walking Dead. They had a lot of deep cuts in this latest episode that I want to talk about. Oh. Hmm. So, I guess I guess this brings us to our next Jamie Justa segment called, uh... Additional thoughts. Live these evil thoughts? Additional thoughts. Oh, okay. This Jesus is, Christ, this, what? This is where... <laughs> 
I don't know. Oh, okay. So this is the segment where like he talks about shit that he forgot to say during the interview or something. So, like, <laughs> cool. It is. I like it. But I'll just say, in addition to these books, I want to talk about these things. Okay. The Walking Dead. Rick did not die. Ooh. So what happened is he fell on. I said last week he died because uh, I didn't watch it. But I was wrong. What you lied to us <laughs> yeah, all? Well, no, I think all I said it in the episode. Listeners? I'm a fucking liar. Sorry. We are all hurt, and betrayed by you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Rick saves himself. Like Rick. he he falls on this cinder block or whatever with like a wire sticking out of it that impales him, and he somehow pulls himself off of that. As giant hordes of zombies begin to surround him, he gets on a white horse. And was able to, like, you know, walk away all while this horde is still following him the whole episode. He keeps passing out and hallucinating. So we get, we get some deep cuts with, uh, with Shane coming back. So he's, like, sitting in the car talking to Shane. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. Yeah. And then uh, Herschel. He's talking to Herschel in a barn when he passes out. Wait. I was like, I guess he must have shot this before he passed away, right? Oh, wait, is he dead? Scott Wilson died. Yeah, he died a couple months ago. Oh, what? Oh, shit. How did they do this then? What the fuck? That's weird. Okay, I I guess I need to look into that. I I didn't realize that. Is he he really? Maybe it was a little bit more recently. Are you sure? I I thought I had sent it to you on the the Facebook. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely passed away. I remember... Everyone from the cast like tweeting shit about it. Well, okay, maybe I mean maybe it was I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Anyway, he was back, he's like standing in the barn, looking out the door and telling Rick, Hey Rick, look at this green screen. And then they look at the green screen and then Rick wakes up again. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it was a it was really shitty green screen work. There was more CGI than usual in this episode, which uh stands out because they you know they don't really use it. They always make the. They always do the zombie makeup and shit, and like have practical effects. But man, you fucking notice the shitty CGI that they have. Hold on, I'm pulling up this. Okay, uh, Scott Wilson died this year, so it must have just been right before. Oh, he died October sixth. So yeah, he definitely. That was probably the last thing he shot. Oh, so it was only a month. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was exactly okay. a month. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Or I mean, no, since this comes out Friday. Well, I mean, a month and four days. Yeah. <laughs> wink. Wink, wink. And then he saw another character, which I don't remember what her name is, and I don't know why they bothered bringing her back. Uh, it's the character who died in, like, a coffin or something. I don't know. You probably haven't watched in this one. A coffin? Yeah, like, she was doing something for Negan. I, I can't remember. But it was just weird that she was there. I feel like, and Glenn didn't show up, which I think is bullshit. But Glenn meant nothing to him like this random girl from Negan's camp in a coffin, dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's... Yeah, they're they probably much closer. But yeah, so this whole episode, he's like hallucinating and just barely impossibly escaping like the zombie horde that's coming there. Like it, when they changed the... There's there there a bit of a continuity thing. So it's like, oh, the zombies are like inches away. Then in the next shot, they're like a couple feet away. So like, there's a couple of a couple of well, problems. Maybe, I, right, I maybe there was like a school that ran across the street, and they all got distracted and tried chasing it. Maybe and that kind of like <laughs> pushed them back some. The, don't don't explain away this 
<laughs> stupid thing. Rick eventually gets to this bridge and uh, sees, you know, some of the other characters in there, like Daryl and Michonne and whatnot. They're like kind of uh, across the the way. So Rick crosses this bridge that has TNT on it. So what he does is he shoots the TNT to uh, blow up the bridge so the zombies can't make it across to their camp. And this that's going to draw an infinite, endless number of zombies to the camp regardless because they're going to come from every fucking direction, you cunt. Yeah. You asshole, Rick. What are you thinking? <laughs> You've just murdered your entire family and friends, you asshole. Exactly. So yeah, he does that, and that's, that's when everybody thinks he died in this explosion. But later, you know, at the end of the episode here, there's a woman who lives in the dump, like Ray from Trailer Park Boys. And she's awesome. Yeah. And she was communicating with somebody on a walkie talkie earlier this season. And we don't know who it is. Oh, shit. I know who it is. Who is it? Or who it could be. Who? We just read about him in the last book. Who? It's the people that Eugene is communicating with on the radio. He's keeping a secret from everyone. Oh, yeah. Possibly. It could be. I forget what they're called, but yeah. They're from Ohio. Oh, nice. But this woman, she's uh, she's standing downriver from where the explosion happened, I guess, because Rick washes up, still alive, on the shore. As this helicopter is coming in to pick up uh, Ray from Trailer Park Boys. I can't remember her fucking name. Yeah, we're just going to call her Ray. Yeah, just call her Ray. I don't know what her name is. She's Ray from now on. Right. Um, so they pick her up, and then she's she's going to shoot the pilot or something. And the pilot's like, oh, this is a trick. She's like, it's not a trick anymore. She throws her gun down like, I'm, I'm, I mean it. I have an important person. To bring, so they pick him up and fly away with Rick in a helicopter. So he's still alive, but apparently he's just exiting the show. But he's going to come back and do these made-for-TV Walking Dead movies about what he does. I did see something about him doing movies. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? I guess Rick's still going to keep going. Yeah, he fucking lived. How does Ray know who Rick Grimes is? uh, They were working together. Interact with them. Yeah, in previous seasons, they were making deals and shit. Yeah, they have a history. After that, they do another time jump. You know, so two years later, Judith is now walking around with uh, Rick's cop hat. So she's like, "Hi, I'm Judith. I'm going to be Carl now, and save some people." So that's how it ended. So they do another big time jump, and uh, then they showed like some scenes from future episodes as well. And everybody has, like, different-looking hair and everything, so, I don't know. It's, it looks weird. I didn't like that Rick lived through it, but actually, I was I was pretty amused for the whole episode. Was this the, uh, like, mid-season finale? No, it's not. There's still, like, oh. it's episode five. And why did they show, like, a trailer for the rest of the season, then, at this point in time? That's weird. <laughs> so instead of next time on The Walking Dead, they're like, the next three times on The Walking Dead or something like that. I can't no, remember. They said really? on the next three episodes of The Walking Dead, like saying that. Fuck. Oh, my Christ. Uh, cool. I don't know, man. I guess we'll see. I'll, I'll let you know. So the, so the show is really going strong right now. It's really on a high point. Well, I mean, that, that, episode, that episode wasn't that bad, but... What, how did he fall onto this uh, piping? Like, a horse just bucked him off or something? Like, was he being attacked and jumped? A horse bucked him off, yeah. The other thing going on is uh, Maggie uh, comes to Alexandria to kill Negan, and she actually gets there, and she's like, you know, has Negan get on his knees, and he's, like, ready to die. And Negan starts begging Maggie to kill him because he wants to be with Lucille, his wife, again. 
and Maggie decides to let him live because he's miserable. So she th- she felt that it would be worse than death since she can't be with Glenn and Negan can't be with uh, Lucille. So that's the other notable mm-hmm. thing that happened. So you see Negan crying like a bitch, which I don't think he did in the comics, did he? Yeah, when the bat breaks. Oh, yeah, true. But this one, you know, the bat didn't even break. He was still crying. Why would Maggie risk that if Rick has the strict no-killing rule and that that would start a war, assuming Rick wasn't dead from a horse? Because she didn't agree with it. She wanted revenge for Glenn's death. What about Abe's death? Who's cool with that one? Who's who's Abe? An asshole. Abraham? Oh, yeah, She they didn't mention... They mentioned uh, Glenn a lot. Didn't mention Abraham at all. <laughs> forget that other dude who also gets yeah, his head Yeah, and some, some other guy, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forget him. Yeah, that's right. They didn't mention it at all. We, were, nobody we cares. weren't that close. We weren't that close. <laughs> yeah, who cares? <laughs> all right, so that's Walking Dead. Did you have anything else you want to talk about? So how has Red Dead Redemption 2 been going for you? Oh. Transition. Was that? Yeah, speaking of horses bucking you off. Yeah, horses. Huh? There were zombies there in the go. first game. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. That's true. I got it, and I've been playing it. And uh, I still feel like I've gotten like nowhere in that game. I, I just haven't gotten much opportunity to sit down and play it for a long time. But it's uh, it's cool, man. It's really fucking cool. You, you definitely feel like an awesome cowboy. Uh, you're not playing as John Marston. At least not yet. But he is there. It's his son, right? No, you're not playing as a son either. Uh, this is before oh. the events of the first game, apparently. Wait, what? It's before the first one? It's not a sequel? I guess it's more of a prequel, prequel? yeah. Because John Marston's still alive. And actually, yeah, his son also makes an appearance. He's still a child in this. So yeah, it's definitely a prequel. Hmm. But you're playing as another guy named Arthur, who's pretty awesome. This game's really weird. It makes you do like everything, like really minute actions. You have to like do it. Um, they're like, okay. So now you gotta wash your hair before bed. Yeah, you gotta. Well, you can shave. You can choose to shave as well. So they they have that option. There's like a little sink. Yeah. So right now I got a cool beard, but I saw online if you if you do the goatee, it looks like Walter White. So maybe I will want to do that. You get tired, so you have to eat something. Your horse will also get tired, so you have to feed your horse and shit, and you have to like pet your horse to make it happy. Uh, you have to clean the horse, too. If it's dirty, it won't want to oh, nice. like, move around. It'll be sad. Yeah. But it's fun, man. That sounds like way too much unnecessary bullshit just to waste more and more time playing it. I know. It's a it's a long game. It's very long. How much... How many of the other games and uh, apps that you had on your uh, PlayStation did you have to delete just to install this thing? It it actually wasn't so bad. I didn't have to delete everything. There was enough space. When you get this game, the the box has two discs in it. Okay? One disc you have to put in first, and it's only data to copy. So it's just copying data from the disc, and then you don't use it again. And then you put the other disc on there, and it has to copy more data before you can actually play it. I can't remember the last game I had that was like that, but yeah, shit. I always hate that. You've seen that before? I've never seen that. Yeah. Oh, shit. I wonder what game it was. Oh, what the fuck was it? I don't know. It's not, no, it's not GTA. Oh, uh, what the fuck? Um, I, I can't think of another game that's that big. It was, it was something I rented from, like, Gamefly, too. Oh, wow. Like, what the fuck is this? I had to have two discs for it. 
Oh man. Well, yeah, I thought that was interesting, but like when I got it, it took like three hours before I could actually play it. Yeah, that's everyone. Everyone has taken like screenshots of uh, what it says their like initial wait time. Yeah, I've seen them. Were like twenty hours. Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Yeah, but the game it it looks awesome. Like it's it's really good. Uh, it it, like everything's super polished and nice looking, and uh, the gameplay feels good, and it's worth checking out for sure. But it's it's long AF, so I guess you gotta have some time. How about Assassin's Creed? How'd it been liking that? Assassin's Creed Odyssey is okay. Mm-hmm. I kind of gave up on this franchise a fucking long time ago. Yeah. I, I just randomly play them whenever they're like at Gamefly or at the library or wherever I don't ever have to pay for them. To play sure. Them. I, I played Origins a little bit. This is more like Origins than it is like any of the other ones where it's not so much it's a stealth game. It's just you just brutally trying to figure out the fighting dynamics and just murder everyone you can to stay alive. I mean, in Origins, you could train, like, all the animals if you acquired the skills to do it. So you could, like, get a hippopotamus or, like, a, a lion or a crocodile, like, fight along your what? side. <laughs> what the fuck? I haven't, I haven't gotten to that point in this one, so I don't know if that's an option in this one. If it's not, I'm going to be pissed, because that was, like, the one most fun part of Origins. A hippopotamus? Um, I, I mean... Oh, yeah, dude, that's fucking badass. Cool. I mean, in this one, it's lots of Greek mythology. There's, like, side quests to fight, like, Cyclopses, uh, or a Cyclops, Sphinx, Medusa, I think, is in it. I haven't gotten that far into any of these. I just now got my ship. So I'm just now branching out of, like, Chapter 2. But, I don't know. It's okay. They They have actual mythology in there? Oh, did did you not see the uh, picture I sent you on Twitter? It's a giant statue of Zeus that overlooks the island that you first start out on. Uh-huh. I just sent a picture of his giant dick that I was hanging from. Whoa, they let you climb his dick? That's fucking cool. Yeah, you can climb his dick. Whoa. Dick and balls, my friend. Holy shit. That's awesome. Zeus's dick. That's God dick. <laughs> like my dick. Church. Exactly. Here, here, I'll send it to you again. This is me hanging from his dick. He's, <laughs> it's kind of uh, well, not the prettiest dick. No, but there's his balls underneath. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean that's for, balls. for a giant statue, it's not that big of a dick. Yeah, his dick should be like way big. It should be like half the statue if it were if it were me. Yeah, awesome. I mean, it's, it's Zeus for fuck's sake. His dick should be enormous. It should block the sun. Uh, there, there is one kind of cool kind of part in that game. That little like red. Uh, helmet by my character in the bottom corner. Yeah. So, like, as you go on to, like, all the, like, different uh, hideouts and stuff, and you take them over and you fight the various uh, enemies in the game, the more people you kill, the more of a bounty you put on your head. And so there are uh, a list of mercenaries that rank from, like, level 1 all the way to level 50, and just randomly all throughout the game, throughout the maps, they'll just randomly start chasing you down as your uh, bounty goes up higher and higher. I'm currently a level 8, and randomly accidentally ran into a 47 who just okay. murdered me in one fucking hit Anytime <laughs> I come across this guy. It's so annoying. And like now that I've already unlocked him and like discovered him, he just keeps coming for me. Oh, man. That sucks. Yeah, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the fuck away from that area and just avoid it. <laughs> okay. Nice. Oh, uh... 
one more thing about Red Dead. There, there was an awesome bar scene where you're getting wasted with your buddy. So one of the things you have to do is you have to drunkenly look for your friend in this in this saloon. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. So you like walk around like shouting his name, and then at one point, <laughs> so then you like keep like blacking out and then like coming back. <laughs> and uh, at one point, it just changes all the characters to look like the person you're looking for. So you just talk to like the same people. They're like you're like Lenny. Lenny, is that you? They're like, uh, get the fuck away from me. It's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> then he ends up in jail <laughs> for causing trouble. Uh, good stuff. Nice. So I enjoyed that scene a lot. I thought that was pretty hilarious. Yeah, that part That part sounds fun. Yeah, very relatable, right? Walking around shouting in a bar. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, th- not us. But for others. Uh, okay. Long episode, this episode. I think that's all I got. How about you? What do you want to go with for next week? Okay, next week I want to read Amazing Spider-Man Worldwide Volume 7. This is apparently about Doc Ock coming back, and that's enough for me to want to read it. How about you? I'm going to go X-Men Gold Volume 6, The Wedding. It's uh, Katie Pryde and Colossus's wedding. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So follow me on Twitter at... D. Lewandowski. Follow me at D. Stu the God on the internet. Follow us as a collective at Giraffes HBT Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Giraffes Have Black Tongues Pod on the Instagram. Follow our best friend and our dude, Jamie Josta, at Jamie Josta. Yeah, shout outs to Jamie Josta. The Josta show is pretty great. You guys should definitely take a look at it. So there we go. We'll give give Josta some advertisement here for borrowing his bits for our Giraffes Have Black Metal episode. Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. Daniel Burbank, thank you for Sorry I Like You. SoundCloud.com slash Daniel Burbank. Link in the description below. Hell yeah. Rate, share, like, subscribe, repost. Yeah, please. Spread the word. Helps, helps us out here. Helps our ranking if you uh, review us. And in the description, just complain about a different product. And we would appreciate that. Yeah, because we will read that shit. Oh, for sure. One star reviews. One star reviews. Everyone loves that shit. One star, yeah. <laughs> One star reviews. On other people's podcasts. But ours should be a five star review. Than yeah. yeah. Ours should be a five star review about a different product. <laughs> right, right. Just go on to other people's podcasts and leave one star reviews. Thing, how you thought it was going to be giraffes have black tongs and you were disappointed to learn that you didn't read the description or the title whatsoever and you found that it was not giraffes have black tongs podcast uh also you guys can send us an email because we want to ghbt podcast ghbt podcast at gmail uh, I'm definitely going to take the clip of me saying that. Uh, G- or, uh, sorry, of Jamie Josta saying GHBT podcast yeah, and turn it into a thing. Yeah, there? sorry. Whoops, that was me. Huh? Yeah, I didn't say anything, what? I guess. Yeah. Nope, wasn't me. That was Jamie Josta who said GHBT podcast. Yeah, our friend. Yeah, our, our best friend. Super best friend. Long-time listener and friend of the show, Jamie Josta. That's right. Check him out, justashow.com. Yeah, send us an email, though, if you want to request us to read any comics. We are open for requests here. 
So if there's something you want to yeah, hear us yeah, talk actually, about, we've then, been, yeah. We've been begging that for that for a long time. You, could, you don't have to email us if uh, that's too fancy for you. Throw it on the Facebook page. Tweet us at either our individual Twitters or the fucking podcast one. Just give us some ideas for what you want to hear us read. Or if you have an idea of like a cool book that you found, let us know. I mean, good book or bad book. I don't mind reading the shitty ones. Well, I usually don't mind reading I the prefer. shitty ones. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's easier to make fun of it, so <laughs> I don't mind it for the for the show. But like something like Batman yeah. or Dark Knight Metal, I fucking hated reading that book. Yeah, please, please, no more of the, that series. But it was fun to talk about. That's the thing. <laughs> it was fun to shit all over it. It was fun to shit all over it, but it came uh, at a yeah, it was, pretty steep price. It was a like, high we price. had to sit through that and read that shit. Oh so. my god. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, send us anything. I'll, I'll 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 read whatever. I don't give a shit. It's all right. I guess that's it then. So join us next week for the Amazing Spider-Man and X-Men Gold. See you next week. What? I was gonna say you should probably just mention the, the numbers on those just so they know. Okay. Volume Volume Seven and Volume Six. Yeah. Yeah. Hate breed. Yeah. There you go. Hate breed. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye.